Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to a special series of mini-podcasts from Ready Player Two. As you may have guessed, I'm not Rich, I'm Ross, but my guest today is Richard. Hello. Hello this, is a, this is amazing to be the guest. <laughs> yes, you're the first ever guest in these little little series of mini-podcasts where people are going to get to know the Ready Player Two hosts. That sounds like a dangerous idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, you've not heard these questions that I'm going to ask you pre- uh, before we started, so everything you're going to answer is off the top of your head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wishes luck, everybody. <laughs> so, the, just a quick explanation. The idea is that basically I'm going to ask Rich, uh, Lewis, and Ale in alternate weeks the same 10 questions. Um, they give me their answers, and then we're going to have a little bit of uh, uh, feedback from the community with their questions as well, uh, which Rich will answer in the best way that he can. Uh, in a way, anyway. <laughs> yeah, in a way. So we'll begin with our first question. Trying to think too hard about it, but what is your favourite word? My favourite word yeah. at the at the moment, or just like forever? Just forever, basically. Oh God, I don't know. Um, I don't. I really don't know. <laughs> is there a word you use more than? Yeah, prob- probably. I would imagine it's probably a swear word. <laughs> um, I use the quite a lot. <laughs> it's quite a popular word. It is, yeah. Um, at the moment, my favourite word is bonanzals. Nice. Which I'm not actually sure is a word. No. But I love it anyway. <laughs> um, favourite word of all time. It's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, I've, heard, I've heard answers such as uh, ubiquitous. And, uh, oh, God, no, I'm not that posh. Blamange. Well, like I do that. like... Oh, I'm rather fond of blamange. Anything NGE is always a good word, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, you know, honestly, I don't know. Uh, um, I'm gonna go with. I don't. I honestly, don't, I, I, that's not something that I ever think anybody has ever asked me before. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, we can come back to this one if you want. Yeah, come back to that. I'm gonna have to think about that. Okay. Now, on the flip side of that question, the second question is: What is your least favorite word? Least favorite word. Yeah. Ooh, I've got a few actually. <laughs> I got, I got a bit of a list. Let's run through. Um, pick one. One of my least favourite words. We can run through a few of your least favourite if you want, and we can pick one up. Uh, it depends. Right now, it depends. It depends what context it's used in. Right. Um, least favourite word is probably moist. Oh yeah. Just because, and I do use it. <laughs> <laughs> I try to use it for comic effect. It depend, yeah, depending on the context that's used in, that could that could be all kinds of wrong. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of my, of my favourite word off off the flip side of that. Mm. Um, I think it's arable. 
arable. Yeah, I don't know if I'm uh, ar- arable, arable. I don't know how you pronounce it actually. Um, you know where you got like arable farmland? Yes. Yeah, I don't know why I like that word. I, th- I think it's probably because I don't know what it means. It's quite a nice word though. It's nice. Yeah. Nice yeah. Sound. Sounds quite nice. Sounds important, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, it might mean explosive. <laughs> you never <laughs> know. Rubbish type of farm. We'll have a little uh, Google of it after. Yeah, okay, sounds good. <laughs> okay, question number three then. Um, what turns you on? Oh. This could be, it could be anything. Uh, so like actually in a serious way? <laughs> yeah, these first ten questions are supposed to be answered fairly seriously. Well, that's going to be a bit dangerous then, isn't it? <laughs> uh, uh, Humour, probably. Yeah? Yeah, that's swimming pools. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, no why? All right, and on the flip side of that, then, what turns you off? Female <laughs> <laughs> listeners turn off now. Um, uh, chav speak. Right, yeah. Yeah, chav speak. There's nothing, there is nothing more disgusting mm. than seeing a reasonably, you know, nicely turned out girl slash woman, mm. uh, and then she opens her mouth, it's like, oh, yeah, like, oh... <laughs> No, oh, 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 totes couldn't believe it. Oh yeah, totes amaze. Yeah, but I do again. I use totes amaze. You see, all of these things that I hate, yeah. I do, like, I do like. I do enjoy to use myself in a, in a ironically. Yeah, in a weird parody of my own of my own hatred. <laughs> okay, question number five. What sound do you love? Sound. Yeah, one of the answers of my favourite one is um, silence when my kids have gone to bed. No. Uh, I- <laughs> I like that. Uh, what sound do I love? I really, really, and I don't know if this really counts. I love chip tune. Yeah. Okay. I, and I, like almost any, even if it's just like the one boop or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Anything that sounds like it's come from an NES or an original Game Boy or something like that. I don't know why, but those are. Mm. I really like that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's why I love chip tune music and you know Adam Gucci and all, all the rest of it. I love all that stuff. Big fan of myself. Anything, anything else or just? Um, I don't, I'm trying to, trying to think. It's not. I like. Oh, I really like the sound of rain on, uh, like, uh, a conservatory caravan, roof. Yeah, conservatory roof, which, yes. or, a, or a caravan roof, or a tent roof, or, or anything like that. Yeah. Like, I love that. I'm with you completely. That is the most relaxing sound in the world. Yeah, it's I like think. noise, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what sound do you hate? And you know what? Number six question. On the flip side of this, right? One of my pet peeves in life. <laughs> Going off the back of that rain, uh, of that rain on the roof thing. One of my pet peeves in life, and I don't know if you've ever experienced this, is you know when a, a bottle of shampoo gets knocked over in the shower, yeah, and it's on the like the base of the shower, and the shower water is like hitting it, and it's making that drum noise on it. Yes, I hate that. It's like never a chalkboard for me. I absolutely hate that. So yeah, flip side of flip side of it on a conservatory roof. I absolutely hate that when it's in a shower. So that's probably worst noise. Fair enough. Um, Either that, or I'm trying to think. Just like my kids have got tons of toys mm. that make loads of noises, and I think probably fake electronic laughter. Yes, it's probably way up there. Like there's tons of different flavors of it, but fake fake electronic laughter is definitely way up there. Yeah, I get that, and I think any parent will understand that one as well. <laughs> okay, question number seven. What is your favorite curse word? <laughs> and we we're an explicit podcast, so you can say whatever you want. About two years ago, mm-hmm. after a, not an argument, but a mini conversation with a girl in which I used the word cunt, <laughs> and she said to me, I hate that word. I'm so glad that nobody uses it anymore. 
I said, right, that's it. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> um, and and then just tried not not overuse it because you've got to be careful with these kind of things, but tried to just put it in, in place of fuck, yeah. uh, in as many places as I could. And I, f- I feel like I achieved it. I feel like I've done it, because I've, it's in way, in way bigger circulation now. I don't know whether that's due to me. Probably not. <laughs> right? But it's, it's in way, way grander circulation now than it has been in a long time, so I'm quite, I'm quite happy with that. It's the most powerful as well, isn't it? It's, yeah, it, it is. the most offence to people. Yeah, and there's loads of other swear words that aren't even really swear words that I really enjoy. Yeah, I was about to say dickhead and knobhead, stuff like that a lot. Yeah, not really not, swearing. No, not really. But if you say it with enough gusto, it carries all the, all the vehemence that you, can, that you can get in some of the stronger words. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we're getting some... quite The last three are quite serious, deep questions here, so get ready. Oh, right. uh, what profession, other than yours, would you like to attempt? <laughs> Do you know what? This is really bizarre, actually, because I'm attempting it at the moment. Right. Um, I've always wanted to. I've always wanted to write. Yes. Um, I've all and I've done loads of things, like loads of weird little projects over the years. About six years ago, I started writing a book. And by started writing a book, I mean that I wrote about two chapters. <laughs> it's a start. It's a start. Um, about probably three or so months ago, I went. I found it again, right. and I went. I went back, and I, I thought, God, this is garbage. <laughs> this is garbage. But I still liked the idea. Of what I put down, yeah. so I, tr- I trashed it and started again. Or I, 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 uh, I ripped it apart and mm. put it back together, and then I forgot about it again. <laughs> and then about a month ago, I, uh, I picked it back up and, and read, reread it, and went, God, this is garbage. <laughs> and I, again, I've always wanted to, I've always wanted to be an author. I've always wanted to write stuff, yeah, uh, and not just like articles. And many years ago, I had a job writing um, articles for a gaming magazine, yeah. And uh, and I really enjoyed doing that. So I'm trying out actually at the moment trying my hand at writing a book. Wow. Okay. So we'll see what happens with that. It might like a lot of the things that I've done in the past rise to a peak and then crash and burn. I have <laughs> no idea. But the great thing about doing it nowadays is that um, if if it if as I'm sure I will do, find I find it very very difficult to kind of attract the attention of an agent or a publisher, mm. then I can just I can always self publish. So yeah. it will at some point it will end up out there. How professional it is when that happens, and how how much people actually like it is yet to be seen. But we'll see. Yeah, my dad has a friend who's self published a few books and on Amazon and. No available as ebooks, and it seems fairly uh, a standard way to go now, really. Yeah, a lot of people are doing it. I, I'm going to attempt to go down the traditional route first because I think there's a few things that I need to learn about the industry, and I think that's probably the best way to to learn them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, question number nine: What profession would you not like to do? What profession would I not like to do? I'd hate to be a fluffer. <laughs> <laughs> now I listened to a podcast uh, the Chris Jericho podcast and he had porn star Asa Akira on there this week and she said there's no such thing as fluffers really? yeah I used to work with somebody who said that there used to be one <laughs> <laughs> so take from that what you will yeah <laughs> fair enough that's a good enough answer for me uh, question number 10 then our final question of the, the semi-serious ones if heaven exists what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates oh this is quite profound I've got to think about this one it's of course if you believe in heaven is he, is he going to be there is he just like giving St Peter the day off or something as, yeah as far as this question goes it does appear that <laughs> God's on the gate today God's, he's there he's, just like, <laughs> he's getting involved yeah. doing it himself <laughs> um what would I like him to say? Uh, I'd prefer it if he didn't say, sorry, wrong cue. 
<laughs> um, you're in the other queue. Yeah, I prefer he didn't say that. Um, I don't know. I'd love, I'd love if it was something profound, but I'd also really like if it was something completely stupid. Yeah. Like, oh, I love doing Minecraft videos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or, how you doing, Chris? And I'll be like, my name's Rich. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, crap, wrong day. You weren't supposed to be up here. Oh, yeah, just checking his forms. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> Knows everything. Uh, or something, something along the lines of, you know, I've been telling everybody this, uh, you know, that started coming up, but uh, sorry about Ebola. <laughs> <laughs> bit, of a, bit of a mistake there. Yeah, uh, yeah I, just something like I, I just just you know to ease you into the whole thing, and maybe just a little quip. Yeah, it's quite a, I imagine it's quite a change. Yeah. Okay, that's the end of our semi-serious questions. I think you know yeah, quite well there. Okay. Uh, these are obviously for people who don't know. They're from the uh, Inside the Actors Studio questions, uh, which is a, a TV show on I think it's on Bravo in the UK. If Bravo still exists, I don't think it does actually. Uh, it's on somewhere it's on somewhere so we did those and I put a, a little tweet out this morning asking for questions from my community uh, some of them are fairly serious other of them are completely random so okay let's go with a quite a serious one to start with from Dan Ragnar which is at Justin Knowles on Twitter uh, he asks what was the moment or game that made you go wow games are really awesome and I'll never grow out of playing them clicks to Ireland there was a similar question a while ago uh, well not long ago um on Facebook, which is like put down the the top ten games that that give you like the best memories. Yeah, Calixto Island was a, a text-based adventure game on the Dragon Thirty Two, which my dad used to own, and I was around about four years old or five years old. Yeah. Uh, it was one of those ones where you had to type "walk north, walk south," oh, yeah. pick up this, or whatever it was. Uh, only me and my dad just got massively into it. And bearing in mind how young I was, he'd have graphing paper, and because everything it's all in a you know it's all boxes. You're going north, south, east, or west. We'd we'd be drawing maps out yeah. and writing down where all the objects were and all the rest of it. I'd never experienced anything like that before. And later on, I got very much into you know the the kind of books where it's just like if you want to do this, turn to page forty two. Oh uh, yeah, the choose your own adventure. Yeah, and I got really into those later on as well for for basically the same reason. But I think that's that's the game I always go to when I remember these kinds of things. I always remember playing Calixto Island, and I played it. I mm. went back as my my dad still got his Dragon Thirty Two, oh, wow. and so all the way through life, every now and again, when uh, when it's the uh, whim has taken me, I um I fired it back up, and I think I was twenty two. Yeah, might have been a bit earlier than that actually. No, it was before I moved out, so I must have been about eighteen when uh, I first completed it. <laughs> because I was absolutely determined, despite the advent of the internet, to not use a guide. Yeah. Uh, so it took me, what, the better part of 14 years to complete that game. <laughs> I admire your dedication to that. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I was playing it every day or anything. <laughs> no. So I'd point that out. Uh, our next question is from Jace Baldridge, who is uh, at Jace Plays Games on Twitter. He asks, what's your policy on hitchhikers? Um, what regular ones, or if they've got a towel and are wearing a? Uh, <laughs> I think just just the standards ones. The regular hitchhikers. Yeah. Draw the fuck out of them. Yeah. Yeah. Keep your face heading forwards, and just, <laughs> you can't tell. You know. No, you really can't. It's Don't not worth the chance, is it? it? No. no. <laughs> no I'm, I I quite like my testicles where they are. I, <laughs> I don't want them in a jar somewhere. Uh, you see, you see them. You see the ones that have got the. Uh, you know the license plates yeah. that have driven the the like delivered a vehicle and are now trying to hitchhike back. And yeah. I always think that's really poor planning. Yeah, you know that was a that was a really poor way. But I like when you see people jogging in the morning, mm. 
It's like that's really poor planning. If they left earlier, they could have walked. <laughs> okay, our next question is from uh, our good old long-time favourite, Craig Clark. Um, he asked several questions. The one I've picked out would be, if you could have any guest on the Ready Player Two podcast, who would it be and why? Ooh, any guest? Yeah. <laughs> any guest? Obviously our favourites, Peter Molyneux, Phil Fish. Peter Molyneux. Those yeah, those kind of guys. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to go with Jesus. Okay. I mean, do they have to be alive? Um, it doesn't say that. It doesn't state oh, it. So you go. Um, yeah, I reckon. I reckon he'd be a, a great old hoot. I mean, if he's, if it turns out he's actually been knocking around for the last couple of thousand years, <laughs> you know, I reckon he's been. He's got to be playing games. Imagine his gamer score. Yeah, ex- exactly. I bet he's a massive gamer score. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I'm not. I'm not big on the cult of celebrity. No. So I'm not there's not really many people out there where I go oh my god and then when it comes to the podcast in terms of playing games I just I can't think of an individual who I'd go yes they'd be the best person in the entire world to have on the podcast so I don't know just like random people I'd, but they probably wouldn't really have very much to do with video games fair enough I think Craig might be angling for an invite to that question oh do you reckon what it is <laughs> oh, sorry totally Craig Clark <laughs> totally him i quite like to have um, well for, for my personal reasons Joss Whedon oh yeah <laughs> Um, but Jonathan Ross, I think, yeah. would be really good, and he's well into his video games as well. And he's he's obviously a great personality and really good at, at talking it up, and he's very very funny as well. So I think he'd be a great guest. Mm. I wouldn't enjoy editing that podcast too much, but no. <laughs> um, a question then from Jimmy Hinton, who is at Jimmy Hinton on Twitter. Nice brand awareness. Um, simply Batman or Superman? Batman, Superman's a complete knob. <laughs> Thank you. I agree. I hate Superman. Superman is like the worst superhero ever. Yeah. Seriously, it's like they made him and went, "Oh, this is amazing! Let's just give him fucking every power ever." Yeah. And then some bright spark in the room went, "Who's he going to fight?" <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, shit. Didn't think about that. <laughs> uh, let's make this giant world-killing robot. Oh, that's not work. It's only going to last a certain amount of time. How can we make him vulnerable to normal people? Oh, this is what. This is brilliant. This is what we're going to do. We're going to make this green shit, right? Yeah. And then we're just going to fucking scatter it everywhere, like somebody bought the party pack on eBay. <laughs> Every bugger's got kryptonite. It's yeah. fucking everywhere. Yeah, that's my issue with it as well. It's probably one of the rarest substances in the entire universe, and you can fucking buy it on eBay. <laughs> Good answer. Um, our next question is from um, at Kristin Decker. Uh, she asks, "Do you like chunky pickle or smooth pickle in your sandwiches? If, of course, you like pickle at all." Smooth pickle. Oh, what the ass is smooth pickle? Is it that stuff that's is it chopped really finely or something? I think it's the stuff because they wanted to do squeezy bottles for Branson, so I think it, it, with it being chunky, it's a bit of a nightmare. So they made it smooth to get it out of the bottle. I mean, if it's smooth like a paste, and mm. I've got to admit, I've never experienced that, but I can't think of anything that would be worse other than possibly rape. <laughs> and even that's by a narrow margin. Yeah, what's the point of it? Um, pickle chunks? I mean, if it's, if it's like in shards, like if it's quite finely, almost like it's been grated, then yeah, uh, yeah I'm all right with that. But if it's actually smooth, that's just weird. <laughs> so I'm going to go with chunky. There you go. Oh, we've got two more left then. Um, one from Lee Hodgson, who's at ZZLeeZZ uh, on Twitter. Nice name. Yep, I like uh, Lee. Have you ever tried to or been tempted to create your own video or board game? <laughs> um, uh, should I admit to this or not? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I have made my own board games. Like when I was younger, me and my friends used to make up board games yeah. quite quite frequently, just like draw them out on pieces of paper and make up rules and stuff like that. We did a similar thing with card games and things. They always ended up getting lost or we broke <laughs> the rules didn't really work properly, but I have done that before. Many, many years ago, and I must have been probably about eight how old would I have been? Maybe about nine or ten. Yeah. Me and my best friend at the time came up with a concept for a game. Right. And we did everything. We wrote uh, we came up with the names, we uh, designed characters, uh, we had about 15 or so characters from, from the characters that you play to bosses and all the rest of it. We designed levels. Uh, we uh-huh. had like big A3 pieces of paper where we did level design. It was a, it was a side-scrolling co-op. Um, it was a co-op side-scrolling game. Yeah. Uh, and we sent the whole thing to Codemasters. <laughs> <laughs> we actually did this. Uh, and the, All right, we, I, I'm 10. I've always I've always been quite arty, but let's face it, I was ten. So the drawing <laughs> the drawing would have been quite poor. We put in there what the button mapping should be. We put what the special moves should be. We put what the game progress. I mean, we we literally thought of everything that we possibly could, yeah. uh, and we sent it off to Codemasters, and we got an extraordinarily polite letter. Back. <laughs> um, we got an extraordinarily polite letter back saying, "We're really sorry, but we don't accept games from uh, from outside." people and this that and the other even if you were an official publishing company or or a game developer we still wouldn't accept this however we absolutely love that you are doing this keep doing it keep gaming keep thinking of ideas and maybe one day you'll get your game made and the whole crew i don't know if it was the whole crew but a bunch of them had basically taken one of the pictures that i'd drawn and signed it oh nice so I thought that was really nice, but I do remember being irritated at the time that they'd written all over my picture. Because <laughs> I'm just like, it wasn't a copy, it was the original. I, yeah. thinking, I remember thinking, if I wanted to send it, you know, they've, they've turned me down. If I now wanted to send this to somebody else, <laughs> I keep Codemasters signatures all over the damn thing. Uh, I have no idea where all of that stuff went. It's very possible that my mum still has it all in the loft. Yeah. Well, you might have to try and take that out. There you go. All right, and our final question is from uh, at Drew underscore Tavendale on Twitter, and he asks, what was your golden period of gaming, whether that's the best era for games or the time of the best memories you have of gaming? Some of the best memories I have of gaming are from playing MMOs. Yeah. And me and my wife moved into, which she wasn't my wife at the time, but um, at the time she was my girlfriend, we moved into a rented house, and we had um, our two PCs, and then we had three, uh, or two to start with and then another one blank desks right. when I say blank desks they had a monitor and a keyboard and a mouse there and all the power cables and network cables cabling that you needed and our mates just used to turn up at the weekend with their PC oh nice and they just plugged the PC in. So we went through a phase of, we played Ragnarok Online, and I ran a private server for Ragnarok Online for nearly two years. Yeah. Um, and then we moved from that to um, Lineage 2 and Guild Wars and City of Heroes and then later City of Villains. <laughs> Um, and then probably Lineage 2 again. <laughs> and then we just we went through an absolute ton of uh, EverQuest 2. We played yeah. EverQuest 2 for a very long time, um, and it was, it was probably epic. I mean, they, they were the last days where I pulled all-nighters playing video games. Yeah. And we'd stay up all night playing, and then I'd literally go, shit, I've got to go to work and have a shower and go. <laughs> um, those are probably my fondest memories. Some of the most epic stuff that I ever remember doing was when I was playing games with all of those guys, and it's always fun to... <laughs> I think gaming's gone way down the route of um, of separation. Mm. So everybody sat in their uh, in their own houses playing their games. Yes, yeah. couch gaming is dying. And even though these weren't couch games, because we had everybody in the room, 
it was even better because of that because we were all actually there and we could all talk to each other and go out for cigarette breaks together and all the rest of yeah, it exactly yeah it was brilliant if someone says they're going to rape your mum you can punch them in the face as well yeah exactly just like, <laughs> slap them on the back of the head <laughs> excellent well that's that's all of our questions done so I hope the uh, our listeners have a little bit more insight into the world of Rich now yeah, whether they care or not is an entirely different story. Well, yeah, we'll see. We'll find out. See what the uh, feedback is to these. Uh, 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 thank you to everybody who sent questions in. We had tons. Uh, at least fifty percent of them were from Clarky. <laughs> As always. <laughs> yeah. Could, could we have a couple of examples of the other things that he asked? Uh, yeah. Let me just bring them up. Two seconds. Let's, uh, there's. I know there was one about S and M. Yeah. Let's skip that one. <laughs> let's skip the note. I'm pretty sure that I saw that somebody asked what was going right for one of my children nowadays. Uh, yeah, that was from Clarky. Yeah, was that Clarky as well? Uh, the yes. going rate for my children. To be fair, at this point, I'd uh, I'd take a Kit Kat and a firm handshake. <laughs> oh yeah, what's the going rate for selling your kids? Yeah, um, he also asked bacon or sausage, Sammy. Uh, bacon, clearly easy. Um, he asked the question, "What do you think about the pedestrianisation of Norwich Town Centre?" Which is obviously from uh, Alan Partridge. Oh, was it Alan Partridge? Yes, Alan Partridge, that one. Yeah, is it on the Chris Moyle show, I think. Oh, as the well. Chris Moyle show is the. Uh, uh, horse-sized duck. The horse-sized duck. Or yeah, I'd love, I'd love to be attacked by a load of duck-sized horses. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Uh, Simply because I just want to stable them all. <laughs> we had another question from uh, Site Tyson. When did you first realise you could compare all gaming situations to anal sex? Uh, I was quite young. <laughs> I think it was about like twelve. <laughs> um, Simon Marshall asked us, "What point in your life did you realise you were louder than everyone else in existence?" I'm not louder than everybody else. I'm just consistently uh, talkative. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it's really necessarily volume as much as quantity. <laughs> um, Lee, Lee Hodgson also asked, um, dinner and afters on the same plate, uh, what do you think about gammon chips with pineapple? Uh, see, that's a bit weird, but then Chinese meals, hmm, they, put, they put some pineapple and stuff in there every now and again. I'm okay with that. This is very true. Um, Rob Ferrer asked, what's the airspeed velocity of a swallow? Absolutely no bloody idea, but I'd love to think that it's very close to the speed of light. <laughs> they are pretty quick, aren't they? Yeah. Um, I think that's roughly it. We had one, uh, Do you think Games Master should be back on TV? And who so? And if yes, who should be the presenter and the master? Oh, my God. Uh, presenter has got to be uh, Craig Charles. Yeah. Master, uh, David Attenborough. <laughs> nice. <laughs> love to see that. Seems all right. We're in with the monocle. That would be amazing. Yeah. Um, I think... That was all of them. Um, have you taken any messages or advice from games? That was from Katie Stubbs. Messages or advice from games? Yeah. You could get some bad advice, really, couldn't you? <laughs> yeah, you could. Um, I think I'd like to say that I took from The Last of Us, fuck the world, I'll save the girl. Yeah, that works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, uh, I'll take that away. Uh, yeah, probably. I think probably, but I honestly can't be asked to think of them off the top of my head. That's far too profound for a quick one that we just slipped in at the end. Uh, and one final one from uh, Guani Lama. Uh, custard cream or bourbon? Oof, bourbon every time. Yes, I go for that as well. You always head for the custard creams after the bourbons are gone. Yes, they're the backup. Yeah, they're the, they're the backup biscuits. There we go. So that is all of the richest questions. Um, we'll be back with our regular podcast this coming week. Uh, I think Lewis and Elle should be here. We've not heard from Elle for a few weeks. Maybe she's she's disappeared. I think when she's moved to, she doesn't have internet, which is really weird because she's come from Wales and you would have thought that if anywhere, <laughs> you know, if anywhere didn't have internet, then they've just got like a string of sheep just barring one. <laughs> she's too deep in the valleys now. Yeah, I think that might be what it is. So we'll try and find her. Uh, Lewis should be returning as well and we'll also have these little special podcasts with um, Lewis and Elle as well. If I've done one of these previously. If you want to hear them uh, in a more football related uh, sense then check out the Man of the Post podcast my one's on there but I think we might do one with me uh, 
Yeah, we've definitely got to do one with you. No more gaming stuff. Because oh, I'm, I want to know about you. <laughs> and I'm not listening to some fucking football podcast to do it. Fair point. So, <laughs> I think I'll probably host that at some point down the line. <laughs> yeah, we'll get that done. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much us. We'll be back next week. Um, thank you, Rich. That's all right. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, and that's all. Uh, until next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.